almost all out like this. guys we're back for another episode this is Shakira and I'm here with hey guys it's Amanda welcome back welcome back to another episode of Marble View we're back for another lovely episode today hopefully you guys watched our episode from last week and also filled out the survey and let us know what you guys thought of it and what more you want to hear from us because we'd love to hear your thoughts yeah and if you didn't yet jump in there i'm going to drop it into the description of this podcast as well we're going to leave that active so at any point you guys can fill that out yeah so tell us amanda what's our topic for today okay so today being the marbledness that we are of a black woman and a white woman we are going to ask each other some questions whether it's a question just of something that we're curious about or if we're addressing something that might be a stereotype of the opposite's culture. So Shakira will be asking me questions about white people. Amanda will be asking Shakira questions about black people. (laughs) So we're all here for good fun. No offending anybody. Um, But that being said, there are no restrictions either. So that should make it really fun. So, okay, I'll let you take it away. You asked the first question. All right, here's the first question. So why do you, or you personally, I guess, or just in, as a culture, I don't know if it's culture, but why do you wash your hair every day? Hmm. So how do, you actually, how do you leave your hair wet and just go outside? Okay. So I feel like that's less of a, well, it's definitely a white people thing. However, I feel like that's a preference thing. I cannot walk around with my hair wet. If I do not blow dry my hair, straighten my hair, curl my hair, do something to it. It's going to look like I stuck my finger in an electrical socket and not in a fancy way, like a really awful way. So I think that's more of a personal preference. I know some people who let their hair air dry. Um, But as far as washing your hair once a day, I don't know where that began or where that started, but I was guilty of it. Like I did it all the time because after day one, your hair is just dirty. Like it just, it looks like it starts to piece apart. It doesn't like, it just, it literally looks like you dipped your head in a vat full of oil and it just doesn't look nice at all. But that is because since we are washing our hair daily, it's stripping the oils from our scalp, like our natural oils. So now our scalp and our bodies are creating an overabundance to try to moisturize what we just stripped essentially. When I learned that, I stopped washing my hair daily. So now I wash my hair anywhere between four and seven days. I wait. So I think that's still more often than you would wash your hair. Oh, though, right? yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, I, I think it's our hair is more dry maybe, but maybe I don't, I don't know. I, well, I heard that it was because the hair is straighter, right? Curlier hair and not just black hair, but curlier hair to be yeah more like drier at the ends than at the root. But I heard straight mm-hmm. hair it literally is just coming from your scalp and just coming right down your ends. because, yeah. And that could be it too, because like, so like I said, when I strain it, plus a lot of product, yeah. so like, because white hair isn't as textured as black hair, you have to use a lot of product to get it to hold. So if you do curls or 
you do something where it's like an updo or something like that. There's a lot of stuff that goes into there, a lot of sprays, a lot of mousses, like different things like that. So that buildup could also be why, like you got to wash that out of it. Right. Okay. I'm also not the fanciest of girls. So <laughs> I don't know how accurate my answer is even going to be. I'm a bad white woman. <laughs> nope. That's fine. All right. Your turn. What's your question? Okay. So I actually had a question about hair too. And I just, I saw an article about a lice outbreak in a a elementary school. And then I just started thinking, I'm like, do black people, can you guys get lice? That's a good question. I heard my whole upbringing that we couldn't. However, I've seen more recently that apparently black people can get lice. I've never Mm -hmm. had it. Nobody I know has had it, but like literally within the last year or two, I've seen people posting about how like a black kid had lice. And that's the first time I've heard it. I don't really understand why black and white people can't like, I don't understand why, you know, race has to do with lice. If it's something clinging to your hair, I don't really, I don't know. I never looked into it, but I heard from like my, literally my entire upbringing, that was not a black thing. Like it was a white thing. White people get lice. That's something that's in their hair. I never worried about it until I just read this thing where I saw the black people. <laughs> and I was like, and I, it was more for my son. I'm like, oh my God, do I got to worry about him getting lice at school? Like, and not even like ale, but it's just like something else to worry about as a yeah. mom. I don't feel like thinking about it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think now I guess they can. And I don't really understand why or what's the difference. I don't know. So I feel like right now we're O for O because neither one of us knew the exact answers for the question. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, your turn. My turn. So why do white people put raisins in their potato salad? Put what? Raisins in their potato salad. Okay, I don't know what white people you know, but no. I have never I know <laughs> raisins in my potato salad. Listen. So I... growing up, I have an Italian grandma and I have a German grandma, both a hundred percent. The German grandma made German potato salad, which is like a combination of like, there's some vinegar in it. There's mayonnaise, there's some mustard in it. That to me is more of an acquired taste. It's supposed to be served warm, but we've always done it cold. But my Italian grandma, that is the potato salad. Like when I say I grew up with like every week we had that like at on Sunday, um, she just used mayonnaise. She would put very finely diced celery and onion in it but like the onion was so diced it like kind of melted within it like just flavor wise and she would top it with olives but i have never in my life ever like that's not even something that goes together <laughs> like i've right. never heard that have you had that before hell no i've oh. seen it but i won't eat it hell no that's nasty <laughs> 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 i've yeah, never I've- eaten it but i have seen someone bring it and like, that's like the going joke, you know, amongst the black community, like, oh, here we go with these raisins and potato salad. And that's, oh my God. and some people that's... are like, what was the wrong with it? I don't understand. And I'm like, I don't understand why you would put that in there. But okay. that's so crazy. Maybe, never it's salty that. And sweet. Maybe they're like, oh, I like the salty and sweet part. I uh, see. I also personally don't like raisins. I think they're disgusting. They're not sweet. They're just like, they're, they're just gross. Like just, mm. okay. so, yeah, no. but now that we're on the food topic, I also have one. Is it true that black people really love fried chicken and watermelon? Because oh. <laughs> growing up, that's what I always heard. Oh, they're having a cookout. They got fried chicken and watermelon over there. That is such a horrible racist stereotype. <laughs> no, um, 
Honestly, no. Obviously, you can't generalize everybody. I know a handful of people that do not like watermelon or fried chicken, and they are black. Um, it's so funny because a lot of after I just had my son's second birthday party this past weekend, and somebody, you know, a lot of my I'm like the last one of my friends to have kids, and like a lot of them are older, so they were like, "Why do you guys have watermelon?" Because it's a cocoa melon theme, and if you know anything about cocoa melon, cocoa melon is a watermelon related character, and so they're like, "Why do we have?" Wa-? I had random watermelon like cut up and on sticks, and they're like why are we have watermelon? Cause it's a black household. Why are we doing this? And I was like, no, I said, Coco melon is a, a watermelon character. So like, that was like a joke. So even the, the black individuals that you had at the party also said something about the stereotype. Right. Like we joke about it because oh it's a, it's a like well-known stereotype. Like, yeah. and I don't know where I can't even imagine where it came from, but no, I mean, watermelon is sweet. Most people like anything that's sweet. It's like, it's not like, oh my gosh, we like watermelon because we're black. Oh my gosh, we like chicken because we're, we're black. It's just, I think chicken is more related to soul food, like fried chicken. So maybe mm-hmm. that's where the original uh, stereotype came from. But no, I know a lot of people that don't like watermelon and or chicken or, you know, fried chicken specifically. But I know that that's one of those stereotypes that date mm-hmm. back to 12 million years and we just yeah. <laughs> like you said i had never heard the thing about raisins but clearly everything about the chicken and the watermelon <laughs> listen when i say that's a thing if you ask if you stop 10 black people in the street right now and ask them that they be like oh yeah i heard that before i think it's like you know how different cultures have different ongoing jokes about other people yeah. you know? and that, that's definitely a thing that we've had mm, speaking of that and this is not food related this is another ongoing thing. Why don't white people have rhythm? What do y'all listen to? Like the words? Because <laughs> you're not listening to the beat. So tell me, what is that about? I never can understand. I, I don't have an answer for that. You have I rhythm? No, I don't. I don't know if it's that. Now, granted, I have been complimented before that I do have rhythm. Okay. So also don't know if I'm the best person to answer this question. But going to a predominantly white college after going to a predominantly black high school, you can definitely see the difference between the two. Always um, rhythm. You always had. So I don't know. That's always, I was always curious because like I said, you see the people dancing to a slow song like this. <laughs> and I'm just like, why are you dancing like this? And I just want to ask, I always wanted to know. So. No, I, that's just, that's literally one of those like how you guys know the chicken and the watermelon is a stereotype for yourselves. That's yeah. a stereotype that the white people know about themselves. Right, right, like, right. The white man can't dance type right. thing. So yes, completely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Okay. So I hope I word this one correctly because this, this is actually something that has always bothered me. And I, I never understood what the difference was so maybe you can put some light on that but as far as like cultural appropriation i've always seen and i've always heard like when a white girl puts braids in her hair it's well why are you doing that that's that's a black girl thing but a black woman can make her hair blonde and it's not a oh but that's a white person thing don't do that so what is the difference and why is that a thing um, and again, not not literally or scientifically, because I don't know what I think is for cultural appropriation. I think it's the fact that for all of black history, 
right? A lot of things, including froze like this, because even something like this, right? I got fro hair, right? But because I'm black, somebody can say, literally people have said that this is not professional, but this is the natural. But that's my favorite. I wish people could see what your hair looks like. (laughs) It looks so good. Right. But it's just like, this is not professional. Oh my gosh, your hair is out big. It might be in my food. Oh my gosh. Versus you know, white people, they can have big curly hair or their hair is just straight and it's big and that's more appropriate. So I think it's just like certain from the history in the beginning of time, the way that black people wore their hair was always like a reason for debate. And now that white people do it, now it's more okay. You know, and I think even for even back, if you really look it up back in the day, starting with Kim Kardashian and the whole big butt thing, like Mm -hmm. it was black people used to be treated like freaking zoo animals because they had big old booties mm-hmm. and now you got white people who never had this ass who now getting it surgically implanted and now we're praising it oh that's so nice and it's just it's just all from history from history in the beginning of time a lot of stuff that black people did was just oh my god ill a black person hell no but then when a white person does it it's like oh my god that looks so nice oh my god and that's yeah. the reason that's the reason why, because us black people, we never say, oh my gosh, you blonde person can't wear your hair blonde. So that's why we do our hair blonde, because we don't have a problem. That's the whole reason why it's such a big divide is a lot of majority, meaning the white person has so much negativity towards black people just existing, their natural hair braids, dreads. You hear about all the people that now dreads are inappropriate and they're making them cut their locks off. Why? Why? Meanwhile, white people can have locks every day, which we also call a, a form of appropriation because that wasn't a thing. White people did not have locks. They started with black. So it's just like things are now becoming more appropriate when white people do it. But when we all did it our entire existence, y'all were like white people were like, oh, no, that's nasty. That's dirty. They don't know how to wash their hair. It was so much negative connected. And that's the reason why it's a problem for us. Now, do you think and I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And that's I, that's one of the things when things aren't discussed and things aren't explained, that's why it becomes like, well, a racist thing because right. and it's not, it's just lack of knowledge. Yeah. Right. But so do you think that instead of viewing it as, I mean, what you're saying, there's probably a lot of truth to what you're saying, but as far as like the, um, like the, like body type, for example, like we were talking about off mic about how back in, what was it, the 70s, 60s? What Whatever they, the, about what you posted on Instagram? Oh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. Bodies. So what, what year was that, the 60s? I don't even know. I didn't have a date. It was just back in the day. Okay. Well, something back in the day, like they had like a little cutout of a woman 5'4", should have 34 uh, inch boobs and, yeah. and 25 like inch waist. Neck and like, yeah, she had to fit into this cutout. She had to fit into this little cutout thing. But that's the way men wanted the women right so do you think that with times changing and people becoming more open to like hey a woman can have curves she doesn't need to be skinny is what morphed the opinion versus well white person did this because the kardashians are not white i mean you are white though because they're not black (laughs) and that's a whole nother thing too is white people see kardashians is not white but either you're black or you're white because at the end of the day remember that's the way this or that's what america is based on either you're black or you're white so what's j-lo because she's the one who started the whole booty thing right i mean j-lo is spanish but she ain't black i mean j-lo spanish because or whatever she is from the bronx uh what is she the puerto rican dominican and that's a whole nother world but she ain't black 
you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, she's at the end of the day. And I guess that the whole point of that matters too, is because at the end of the day in America, being black is the worst. Like literally even Mexicans feel like I'd rather be Mexican than be a black person because we are the bottom of America. And that's fact. So I think that's why it's just like, even if that is something that maybe, like you said, maybe it's not just a white and black thing. It's only because, only because of, unfortunately being black, everything is a race thing. You know, even the people say, don't do the race car. Everything is a race car as much as we don't want to talk about it. But it's just like, it, it just seems, I guess in our um, perspective too, it's just so shitty because we feel like majority, like the white people, y'all have everything. We feel like y'all got everything. So just let us have our little bit of stuff. You know what I mean? Like we literally got a little bit of stuff, whether it's dreads or whether it's dating black men, whether it's having fat asses. It's like we only got a little bit of stuff because everything else was taken from us from slavery and everything else or everything. So let us have our little bit of stuff. But it's like, nope, we want to take that, too. And we want to add our name to it. Nope, we're going to take that, too. And it's just it's just like as a culture, we just feel like we can't have anything. Nothing is our own. Everything is somehow taken and used to something else. And it's just like, it just sucks. Cause even, you know, like you said, you got your family and your culture. I don't have any culture, you know, like all, what is my culture? I'm born here in America, but I don't know my real African descendants. I don't know what they really did. I don't, you know what I mean? So it's just like, we don't have that. And a lot of Spanish, Puerto Rican, they all do. They still talk Spanish in their household and all that. We don't have our native tongue. We had to come over here and learn what Americans did. So it's just like, I hate that it all goes back to like slavery and all that. But literally being a black person in any means, somehow that's what it's connected to. So even when something minor, like I see a, a white person with dreads and everybody's like, your hair is so nice. And I'm like, let that happen to me. It would have been like, no, that hair is not appropriate in the workplace. <laughs> but it's just... That's just the way of America. So I feel like this conversation can go. I got, I got like additional questions <laughs> based off of that right. and just like viewpoints and kind of like what ifs. Yeah. Like, so we can have a whole separate podcast mm-hmm. on, on that because it, th- that's just a doorway question. Like it just, it, it opened up the doors and the windows and everything. And now everything's yeah. airing out and like, we can get to that, but we're going to stick to the questions at hand Oh yeah, for this one, because we, oh man, th- we can go for hours on that. Um, but okay. So I know we're running out of time. Yep. But ding, we got that question. So, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Your turn. Um, my last quick question is, so why are most white people and again that you know so trusting of strangers meaning like not strangers like your friends but like oh yeah like i'll go into this place that's this girl from my old job i'll make it really quick this girl from my old job a little white girl no lie she was like five to 115 pounds she said she went to temple she said now temple everybody knows where temple is located mm-hmm. okay and she said that she would be out in temple late at night talking to random people on the corner she was like yeah this one guy was asking me to get in this car and i just went to the car and i went to the window and was like how can i help you and she was like and i was like why would you why and she was like well why not ma'am like i don't what about common sense what happens to it like it just disappeared like i have an opinion on that but i don't think white people in general would agree with me on it i truly 100 percent believe it depends on where you grow up and what your parents instill in you for example in college we had a girl in our group who Grew up in white America, in a cul-de-sac, in New Jersey, like, 
happy-go-lucky, nothing negative ever touched her. Like just like there, there was no reason or nothing built into her as to what she should be afraid of or scared of or nervous of. That being said, she wasn't stupid. She just was more carefree because she never had a reason to be on alert. So she was more willing to get in the car with people. Meanwhile, there's me who was raised by my Italian dad who said, you don't trust anybody. You walk in the middle of the street. You don't even walk on the sidewalk because there's an alleyway right there and somebody can come out the alleyway and get you. If you're in the middle of the street, you'll know better. You'll see them coming. So it, and that was just something like, we joke with my dad about that all the time about how he's like, oh, conspiracy and oh my God, like calm down. And like, but he taught us a lot of valuable things that at the time he didn't think we were paying attention to. We just did. We just didn't want to pay attention. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that comes from more of where you grow up and the background that you have versus what is instilled in you. Okay. No, that makes sense. That's fair. Um, I have like three more questions, but I know we need to wrap this up. So I'm just going to ask my final question. And that is if you could date a man from the opposite. So a white guy, and it could be a famous person who would it be? Oh, snap. See, I didn't think a white guy when you said that. I was thinking like just somebody of the opposite race, which mine would be Jason Momoa because he is the love of my life. He is so handsome. Getting out of eye for me with all that water just glistening off his body. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So I didn't think about a white man, though. I don't he, know. I think he, he might be Hawaiian or something. Yeah, he's got to be something like that. He might be white. Who knows? Right. I don't know. All I know is, do you watch Chicago PD? No. So you need to watch Chicago PD just for him. He plays his character on the show. His name is Atwater. That's his last name. They're all detectives. Okay. His real name is LaRoyce Hawkins. I need to check him This out. man is beautiful. Look him up right now. Okay. So his name is LaRoyce Hawkins. And this man is beautiful. Like... Is he not gorgeous? He is cute. I've never seen him in something, so he must be new. Uh, well, I don't know if he was in anything prior to Chicago PD, but he um, he plays like one of the, he's like a main character since the inception of that. And I think that show has been on for like 2014. Yeah, I was going to say six or seven years, which I would have been right. Um, but yeah, is he not like, did you look he's him up? Cute. No, at first I was like, what? And then they showed other pictures of him. And I was like, okay, I could see. Man, you got to see him on the show though. When he's like got his vest on with his guns and he's got his like cup thing hanging around his neck. I'm just like, oh my God, he's got these muscles. I'm just like, <laughs> And one of the ongoing jokes that Corey and I have all the time is he always says like, I'm going to leave him for a black guy. And if the Royce was available. Um, that might happen. I'm so done. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but so I guess we can wrap it there because now I just I'm going to keep thinking about him. Okay, guys. So I think that pretty much wraps everything up because I'm just in my dream world now with the Royce <laughs> over here. And I'm but so don't about Jason Momoa. <laughs> you know, who, you know who that is, right? I know who he is. Yes, he was married to Lisa Benet. They are still married again. They filed for divorce and then they rolled it back in because I thought that was my chance when I saw him file for divorce. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is the moment I've been waiting for. And then they like called off the divorce and I'm like, well, damn, there's that. 
<laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go off together in our dream worlds with our, our imaginary boyfriends. Right. Um, but until next time, guys, remember to like, comment, follow us on Spotify. Uh, we drop new episodes every Tuesday, 5 a.m. Make sure to tune in during your drive. We'll also have the email and the text, um, the phone number for the text listed as well. And then follow us on Instagram. Our handles will be there. Yes. And don't forget to complete the survey and let us know what you want to hear and what you also think about our current episodes while we are still trying to get our footing on this whole process. We love to hear your thoughts. Oh, actually, here's the new survey question. What questions do you have specifically for the black and white culture? Feel free to put them in the questions box and or comments box or email, text, DM, let us know your thoughts. <laughs> we love to know and add it to our next episode. <laughs> oh, well then until next time, guys. See ya. See ya. <laughs> I'm almost all out like that.